Today we're talking Cat Williams versus a seventh grader, Nate Parker opens a film school, and black Trump supporters explain themselves. All that and more. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week with no music, so we are going to mind. No music. No music. Huh. No music. Huh. Hey. Uh, uh, hey. 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 There we go. We got a beat. We it's a remix, y'all. Woo. Hey. Woo. Hey. Put your hands in the air like uh, uh, Put your hands uh, in the air like uh, uh, Put your hands uh, uh, in the air like uh, what? I think what, we just danced the entire show. I don't want to do that. No. Uh, I, didn't, uh, I didn't sign up for this. I, right? I, was like, I just came to talk about hot topics. There was no Soul Train jumping <laughs> off in this show today. Here's this the thing, not... I did not grow up watching Soul Train, so therefore I did not learn to dance. Uh, oh, my parents oh, man. Listen, you can binge watch Soul Train on YouTube you right can. now. I, okay. might go, I might go home it and is. do that right now <laughs> so I can keep awesome. up with you guys. It's pretty great, too. Listen, I still might have some of those dance steps that I'm learning for that show. All right, well, we got a great show today. You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week, the hottest hottest show out this yes. week because we're covering all the news topics that have happened over the week. Yes. And uh, joining me today is the beautiful, 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 beautiful Courtney Stewart. That's me. <laughs> the equally as beautiful Rachel True. <laughs> and the equal as beautiful Jesse Kennedy. Hey. And I'm Dario Kristen, your host today. Equally, equally. as beautiful. So equally. equally. I got a haircut just equally for today. Lined up real nice. And you wore a special tie. And I wore a special tie, which you can't really see. But yes. Uh, we got a lot of great topics that we're going to be covering today. But first, we're going to talk about the buzzer meter question from last week, which we had a major discussion about, which yes. is Do you agree with Amber Rose? And she's been making a lot of comments in the news. Actually, a lot, a lot, a lot lately. A lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. Keeping um, that name out there. And you guys <laughs> voted, and let's see, Jesse, do you have those results, or do Unfortunately. you? Unfortunately, our Black Hollywood website is down right now, so we we'll have to come next week with those. Okay, but you know what? If I have to like. You know, thinking yeah. to nope. the future. That sounds biased. Okay, you're right. I, yeah. I, I, won't, get my, I, I won't get my response. I do want to say I read um, someone's comment on YouTube, and they were saying, "Oh, you guys missed her point." No, we didn't. Um, there were some, there were some complaints <laughs> about this. Just said, "No, we didn't." We didn't. No, um, I understand what the person writing in was was saying yeah. uh, because Amber is sticking up for why is it okay for men to sleep with as many people as they want and just be considered a man, and okay. if I do it or you do it, then we're hoes. So I understand what Amber Rose is trying to do. I think um, I don't necessarily... Look, since she got famous from sleeping with somebody, so it is hard for me to completely understand the message. Like, I do completely I agree. agree. You should be able to... We all on this panel, everyone out there listening, should be able to sleep with whoever you want, whatever way you want, as long as it doesn't harm anyone else, have yes. added. I got the website working, and the votes are at 100% yes. Oh! Wow, that's wait, a slam. I don't think we've wait, ever they had... They agree with Amber They Rose. agree with Amber Rose? It said that, yeah. Wait, 100%. I think, no, well, they agreed because we were, I mean, we were talking about whether or not we're holding the girl, Amber Rose versus like a Beyonce to different standards. So, uh, uh, really 100%? I don't, believe 100%, I don't know if I believe 100%. Women, 100%. All right. I feel like Amber Rose is that, that's your what you guys website. say. Probably. <laughs> no. Wait, what's her, what's her fan base called? Yeah, she's <laughs> right. The Rosebuds or something? She's got hacking yeah. skills. Ew, I do believe. you know what a Rosebud is? I don't know. Well, if she got 100%, <laughs> good for her. Of course you do. But the buzzer meter question for today. Today is something we'll be talking about as well, which has been in the news, is do you believe black Trump supporters? Do you believe them, y'all? I got a lot to say about that, personally. Okay. But first off, we're going to talk about the trending topics with DJ Jesse J. Boom. So there's been this comedian who uh, 
uh, everyone's been talking about named Quincy Jones. He's 32 years old, and he is terminally ill. He is, uh, uh, the doctors basically said that he has a year to, to live. So he put up this Kickstarter uh, campaign um, for $5,000. So that he could put together a special. Uh, a lot of the comedians uh, at a show I was at a few weeks ago, they were talking about this, and they were really excited. Just wanted to, They didn't even know him, but they wanted to support someone in the community. So um, a whole bunch of people donated. He got the $5,000. He went on Ellen, and Ellen Dunn got Shutterfly to donate $15,000 because she booked him. HBO is going to actually air the special. Yeah, I was about to say 5000 is not a special make, make but, but, you know, I, I think that's amazing yeah. that mm-hmm. she's done that. I'm not sure what he has. Uh, but I believe it's cancer. He has cancer, with, I believe. Being faced with yeah. a terminal illness and still being able to have a sense of humor mm-hmm. about it and carry on with your comedy is really inspirational. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I didn't hear anything you said after you said Dunn got because I just, you took me, <laughs> you I was like, you, you got me with the Dunn got. I was like, he never just with the Dunn got. <laughs> so oh after that, it kind of went void for a second, but then I came back and resurfaced. You know what? Ellen <laughs> always does some really amazing things for yeah. people, so I have to applaud her because we've talked about her on the show several times mm-hmm. about helping people out, and I know she's a big supporter of even from from people who have certain diseases and animals. So, yeah. you know, applaud it to her because she doesn't have to Okay, do let it. me ask you guys a question because I've Uh-oh. been seeing this within certain things. So, and then maybe it's just a certain type of person out there who complains about stuff like this in this day and age. Who complained like, about it? My thing about it. <laughs> my thing is, is like, so with this, a lot of people were saying, oh, here comes Ellen, the white person coming in to save the black... Don't nobody black did it for That's him. That's exactly... Ca- thank you. Cat Williams, we're going to talk about later. I wish this was the kind of stuff he did. That's what we should attention. be hearing from him versus I him being wish, upset with writers. Listen, I will say as a black actress, uh, and you're an actress as well, we're not always 100% supportive of, of each other. Really? In any community. It's not just black, but it's not yeah. just black people, obviously. I think, yeah, but but yes, it's frustrating, I suppose. Uh, but I think sometimes Black Twitter, you know, is just looking for uh, let's get whitey. Sometimes wow. white people are really lovely. And we're not. We shouldn't always look. They're not all the enemy. And no. I believe right. that Ellen is a minority as well, being a gay woman and being outed like she was back in the day, Very and true. kind of having her yeah. career go down and then having mm-hmm. to reinvent. She's herself. a success story. After and coming she's back. a comedian, yeah. so and she understands what he's exactly. going through. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't. See, um, who's the other? Who's the little short guy? Kevin Hart. I don't see Kevin Hart doing this. Who right. has enough money to yep. <laughs> do a, man, a million? HBO I mean, that's true. Just finding a sponsor. Like she went to Shutterfly. It's not right. like she like wrote a check or what have you. But she also has a different platform that yeah. isn't yes. really the case. I don't, is there a black? Comedian talk show right now that I can't not that think I know. Of. Well, no, no, uh, Byron Allen has Steve one. Harvey. No, Byron. Yeah, Steve and then Byron Harvey. has the. Does he still have his show at night that comes on? The late after the late late show. I don't know. Girl, I don't we, think I so. like, girl, Either way, it's a girl. If we tell us questions. questions. Yeah. Listen, I'm just trying to get the you know support where the support is. I just side part to say that when I did Steve Harvey's radio show, he was so like not nice to me and called me the white black girl that I just don't like you, Steve. I feel like he just had. <laughs> a cunty personality. He's, just, he's yeah, so he's super nice. I liked him. I but also you, what, such a misogynist. He said, "I thought you were going country, but you said cunty." Okay, wow. No, no. 
Sorry. When I say that word, it's it's not a. Di- I don't mean it disrespectfully, because like I just realized. <laughs> no, there are certain people who talk a certain way. Like my grandmother talks cunty. It's just she's old. Sorry. Okay, I'm gonna let me use another word. So she just say shit like whatever the heck comes yeah. off her mind. Like why you look like that? But what? don't you think? And I'm not trying to turn into Steve Car- Harvey discussion, but I do find it interesting that women were flocking and reading his books and literally With that like a raving picture. misogynist. Yeah. So why would you go yeah, into yeah. cow in the milk? Shut up. No, but I hear you. But I, here's. Where I have to disagree with you because I, I, I read the book and my sister it's and mother asked me about it. It's a perspective that a lot of women do don't not know get. and no, get. I understand it's and a so 1950s I appreciate perspective that modern women today I don't think it was 1950s. do not know. It is. It's I don't think lady. it was. Keep your legs I, shut. I agree with a lot of things that were said in the keep book. You, but you I don't, keep your legs shut? I try. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't actually have to open yours to right. do those things. Depending so. on the position. You get to sit there. <laughs> No, um, I, but I do. I will say this: as much as as much as I did not have fun on Steve Harvey's show, I do really respect what he's done. Well, yeah, he created sure. the empire insane. that he has created for himself is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he particularly seems to, you know, like a different kind of black person who throws yeah. off his sensibility. Like if I threw him off, I mean, I just, I just, I, I don't know that kind of um, black person who says if you're not black like I am, I right. find very frustrating. I feel like we're so. about to do a concert right now. The lights right, I know the lights just came. Oh, we use a wind machine. A wind machine. Yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. A monologue from Black Like Honey. Me. Speaking yeah. of a wind machine, it was like Cat Williams got hit by one, y'all. So this video went oh, viral Cat. the other day. So apparently, Cat Williams oh, was Cat. doing something nice. He was. He was playing with the neighborhood kids. He soccer. Was basketball. Oh, sorry. Soccer. I, I, they said soccer, I always but. saw basketball. <laughs> and I saw the video. Stereotyping. And I still yes, I'm racist. Right here. The Negroes should be playing basketball. Well, black people play soccer. Black people play soccer. Cat Williams. They it's too short to be playing basketball. Those are those Afro Negroes. That's not true. <laughs> Afro Brazilians. <laughs> here's here's what I want. I'm kidding, by the I way. I said no. this about Cat last week. Like I love Cat. I've worked with him. I think he's super duper duper talented. But if you're wondering why there's no like the Cat Williams half an hour comedy show, small this children. is why because you can't insure someone who's erotic and who uh, you know hits people. And it's not like you said erotic. I was like, oh, <laughs> erotic. Well, that's uh, what we're going right now. So the video went out viral. And so this boy who TMZ is claiming he's in seventh grade that has not been like I thought he was 17. <laughs> you can't be. They said seven. No, they said seventh grade. No, they said he was 17, though. Okay, see, that's why they're saying allegedly. TMZ was saying seventh grade. Oh. And then other people are saying he was older than that. I mean, he could be 17 and in seventh grade. This is the oh, American educational system. Please, Lord so. Jesus. I hope that's not the case. <laughs> but so apparently the kids started arguing with Cat first. And then Cat was like, nah, bitch. And then the kid had him in a chokehold headlock, but they ended to like laugh about, kind of laugh it off he a little did, bit. Yeah. Well, so the, all the real tea comes from this is Hazel E from Love and Hip Hop. She came out because she used to date she Cat used to date him and live with him. She <laughs> and had new the reason she something. broke up, she got new breasts. She, she broke up with him was because of that house raid. And right. when that happened, she was like, "Okay, he's not a safe person for me to be around. It I'm gonna get out of the room." <laughs> right. So she came out to say, "Look." We all want to support Kat, but until somebody acknowledges that they are bipolar schizophrenic, and until the friends around that person help treat that, we're, there's no saving him. 
I'm, I'm going to say that's a, it's probably hard for her to put out, weird for her to put out a statement like that, but that's what I was going to say. You don't know what's going on in someone's life. Yeah. So I realize that, like, Kat, oh, he's just crazy. He's insane. But honestly, there's obviously an issue going on. Sure. And it's not funny, and it's not something to make fun of. There are a lot of people in this country who suffer from different mental illnesses, and we sweep them under mm-hmm. the rug. Now, in Kat's situation, I don't know what's going on with him, but right. I would assume it does strike me as it very, bipolar. very bipolar. It seems very bipolar behavior. <laughs> Um, and maybe I know he's like we said last week he's raising a lot of kids maybe he pops them Uh, that's your kids that's your business it's 2016 probably shouldn't be hitting kids anyway but you can't hit Hit random you can't hit random strangers and he's done it a couple times I also know that when you're bipolar a woman old woman (laughs) right but to his defense now there is a video that they say there's two different videos there's one video that shows him punching a kid and then there's a second video that has been released by TMZ as well that shows a different angle. It shows Cat being, they said the way that his face is hit, is focused and his hair, that he was punched first. And that the first video with the alleged 7th grader or 17 year old, whatever he is, that Cat hit him was altered. Thank so, you, Dario. So you're then... Defending him. No, I'm, no, well, I'm not defending not the, the only, action. No, you're not I'm the only person. But here's the thing. It, it, it could be altered. Even if he, even if he, we he are in the age of being altered. With kids, even if he away. was right. Even and maybe if he, he didn't know first. the kid was... As you, we're joking that he's 17. Maybe he didn't know that the kid was 7th grade. I mean, that was a even big kid. Even if he was an adult. Right. It doesn't matter. You can't... Even if he was an adult, you can't go around punching people But what if he got punched first? It doesn't matter. You still can't... I mean, this is not... I understand they were in a schoolyard, but this is not schoolyard stuff. I know, but if I get punch first, like, I'm not going to say my reaction is not to punch somebody back. Wait, you're a public but a public figure. Thinker. We're talking about something different. You like think he a little is, bit. Yes. You should think a little yes, bit harder. Someone like and you really just played my whole entertainment game. You was like a public figure. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl, <laughs> no, not you. No, no, a public no. figure. No, that's not what you I meant. You are currently a public I figure. Meant, no, I meant you're a public figure too. And I haven't heard about you. <laughs> if we hear about you hitting somebody in the street, <laughs> recognize they can like, sue you too. It's not like I haven't wanted to hit a bitch either, but you yeah. can't. <laughs> it's not like I don't want to hit bitches every day of my That's life. Right. Like apparently you can. You can not. I would ram my car into some of these motherfuckers, but you can't. You cannot do that. Um, so with Kat, I think it's actually, it's a little dicey what she did. It's someone's right. personal business, yeah. but she's in the know. He probably does have some conditions, and if you have a lot of yes people around you, which I'm not saying sure. he does, but if you do, then they let you off the hook for your behavior. And uh, at this point, he's only hurting his own career, which yeah. makes me so sad for him. He's so Be- good. He's so talented. Like, we all agreed he would dust the field with any comedian sure, in, in a bout. But this is how he's self-sabotaging himself. I think he should just lay super low for a while. He shouldn't go anywhere but stay in the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it seems like every time he goes out, something happens. Well, uh, Red from Bad Girls Club got you back. She went on a whole Twitter rant <laughs> about how the black community is just shunned and we don't know the real history and that they, I don't know who Who's they, they are. That's my question. I love when people say they. So, I'm going to get, I'm actually working on trying to get Red to call into our reality show, uh, Reality Checked, okay. for this because she went on this whole rant about how the media is doing this to Cat because he's speaking out against the media, and this is what the media <laughs> does when you don't work with them. Listen, uh, she might have a nugget fair, of truth. Yeah. If you if you um, piss off people, they're going to be more ready to send your tape off to TMZ exactly. and do things like that. <laughs> but you have to do the action. But you got to do something to make it right. available. And I but think the editing thing, that's where she was speaking of yeah. it. Like, 
There's someone out there. But yeah, I, but I mean, it, it could be easily done. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, okay, but even if it was, we still know he, he's he abroad at a pla- another place. He just hit somebody two weeks ago. Like, he was just yeah. in jail. Yeah, like, I mean, he just out here like, hi, my name's Kevin. If, if you right. put it out there that that's what you're sure. doing and you've shown nothing other than that for God knows how long, then you can't be surprised when people believe that of you because that's, that's right. what you've shown us because of if it, you. And if it's not something like a mental thing yeah. that's going on, it's a serious anger management problem, which is, you know, there's classes for that. There's yeah, things to be done. Sure. Because if you're a hair trigger like that, it's probably a symptom that something else is, is, is going on in your world that is wrong, either physically or mentally. Yeah. Mm. So I, once again, I love Kat, and I want him Work on the out, road brother. to wellness, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I want him to stop hitting alleged children. children. And women. <laughs> and women. And people in general. And people in general. And, and I want and, him to get his perm himself. game tight. I need it to be tight. <laughs> I want his hair conked again. Yeah. I, I, need, I need his I perm game to get a little tighter. I love his pimp look. I don't know why. Like, if a guy rolled up on me with that hairstyle I'd be like "Mm." but I love someone looking like a 1959 pimp it's great look Mm -hmm. and a hat with a feather well maybe Kat you should play golf and maybe if you want to learn how to play golf golf. well no you don't get to actually play but you can check out DraftKings.com because they have a new situation going around where you can create your league based on golf. I know nothing about golf, so I'm going to have to but go on to DraftKings. But you can make a league around golf? Yeah, yeah like your, awesome. your favorite Yours people or whatever. Yeah. Um, you guys can win money off of it. There's a code called, uh, you guys can use the code BLACK. Just check out <laughs> DraftKings.com. Well, Black you, like me. Uh, you make Black me want to go play like golf right now. <laughs> <laughs> if I go to DraftKings, the only golf player I know is Tiger Woods. I don't know I was no other. Say, like I can't name another golf player other than yeah. Than Jack Nicholas, who's like oh, a million. Years I mean, old. I know that. Right. That's like, like I would have been like, didn't he golfer? play the Joker in the original? Guy? <laughs> Silly. Uh, All right, moving on. Courtney Stewart, what do you have for us today? Wait, really quickly, I want to say if there are people out there who are watching or listening, they're like, I hit people a lot, and I'm really tense. That's a great time to go see a therapist. And I know a lot of black people. Don't think that therapists are helpful, but they are. They Your are friends, talk they out. can't help you the way that someone who, who is trained in these things can. True. So please, if you're feeling a little Cat Williams, like, get, please reach out and get help. I felt like that was a Rachel moment. Like, we need some light music. Turn <laughs> <on. laughs> the oh. lights down. Yeah, that, little, that was like a PSA no, you just gave right I now. I just don't want if people to think. If you're feeling very angry today <laughs> and you just want to punch that bitch on the corner, go get Those, help. I don't want help. people to think that we're, because it's like, oh, ha, 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 Cat yeah, Williams. Funny, but but I great. Like, what mental distress, which a lot of people are, go through, but, but are embarrassed to talk about, is a big issue. So mm-hmm. I just want you to know. I, I mean, she I supports you, and we do. support you. We support you. And, there, and therapy is an awesome thing. I went for like ten years. I don't go anymore because I went for ten years. <laughs> and what what I learned was some great skills, skills that my parents didn't teach me because they didn't know. So I learned better coping skills so that I don't punch a bitch. On that note, Courtney, what do you have for us today? I'm Boom. not gonna punch a bitch, but <laughs> I would like to hug one. His name is Nate Parker, and he's amazing. Yeah, he ain't no bitch. Though. He ain't no, no bitch though. <laughs> But he's fine. He, he is, is really handsome. He is so handsome. Yeah. Is that all you got? She said, I'm not going to even continue with the story. story. We're just going to leave it at that. All right, so we all know Nate, who uh, just sold his amazing movie, Birth of a Nation, for millions of dollars at Sundance. It's an amazing movie that he produced and starred in and directed everything. Um, So he has a new project under his belt. He is opening a film school at Wiley College, which is a historically black college in East Texas. It's also the college that was the backdrop for the 2007 film he was in with Denzel Washington called The Great Debaters. 
And uh, basically, the program launches fall of two, six, 2016. So he jumped right on that. I'm like, when did you have time yeah. to do that? Because you just did the movie. Um, but the goal is to basically cultivate new voices. He did an interview with the local news outlet, KLTV. And he said, quote, the hope is that we cover all aspects of filmmaking, from sound, lighting, and cinema photography to just studying film, specifically with the cultural component and the history of film. You control the moving picture, you control the masses. So really, getting them rallied around the idea of reclaiming the narrative of America, specifically through the eyes of people of color, is his goal. So he's got to set up. They already have a summer program in place that kids are already signed up for, and fall 2016, you can take a class at the Nate Bam. Parker yeah. School That of is Film. amazing, and that is a black person supporting their community yep. yes, and, and giving back. And and I think that there's a lot of great film programs. They're not necessarily at uh, historically black colleges. Exactly. So this is actually a really big, big yeah. deal, and hopefully it will let um, you know black parents who are thinking about sending their kids to school, like this is a viable uh, career working yes. in film. It's not some airy fairy thing. It's actually your it, what his program will do will hopefully bring out new filmmakers with a, a, a coming from a pers- perspective of a person of color. Yes, and that's what we've kind of been missing. That's why you get movies, you know, uh, about like a white person going to Africa and rescuing everyone instead of the black person mm-hmm. who set them up and helped them do all that. So we might start seeing movies more from our perspective that aren't just you know slave stories or, or well, Boys exactly. in the Hood. And which I is think an we're finding movie. the transition of this too because we talked about Ava DuVernay um, yeah. doing this as well and and, reach, and re- creating something for young black women. women. So I think we're getting both sides and I, I really think that especially after this year of coming off of you know the lack of blackness in Hollywood yeah. and the Oscars. This is gonna we're gonna see this change in the next few yeah. years, and it's really gonna be a big thing. I feel like. And it feels like they're tackling it too from a, a stronger business perspective than it has in the past, because it's always sort of been like a creative conversation. Like we want to see more black faces in front of the camera, and we want to tell more like stories. But like Ava DuVernay, like her focus was on distribution and figuring out how to learn that path so to distribution, smart. which is so smart. Nate Parker figured out how yeah. to produce a film, get it sold right. from some, like that. Those those are the steps because like yeah we live in an age now where it's pretty accessible for most people sure. to be able to make a film of yeah, some sure. sort yeah. because camera equipment and things like that you can do it on your iPhone making it digital has yeah. you know changed things yeah. but the actual process of the business to really get it to the next level is something that I think has been missing and it seems to be it's much true. more accessible and we have knowledge that people are actually <clears throat> studios are, are sharing the knowledge and studios are picking these things up they mm-hmm. see the value in it so that's important too um, yeah, he made me feel so lazy. Yeah, I feel like, like so I, I lazy just, I'm like, how did you, you made a feature film that you started and you produced it and directed it and you wrote this shit. Like, you shopped it around, you got the money for it, and you, you were building a school. Like did a, it sitting, all. He, and he's been on the board of trustees board at of trustees, the school for yeah. however long and already was doing that. So, I mean, you're an impressive young man. Yeah. Shout out to you. That's a real fucking role model also, right there. That, that, that's for a good real. role model right there. I'll Is he single? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Michael Dude, B. Kind of look. Michael B. got some competition. <laughs> Step it on up. Me and Nate might have a situation. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to things that are wonderful also that are happening for people. So I don't know if you guys know or are aware, but millennials age 18 to 24 years old make up the fasting, fastest growing homeless population in this mm. country. Really? Which I, I did not know, but once I started reading about it, it kind of made sense because... Um, those of us that are 
blessed enough to have a home to return to. Like, if we go to school or if we choose not to go to school, like, most millennials are actually staying in their home with their parents. Right. right. Well past the age of 18 years That's old. True. Oh, yeah. it's the parents who yes, are losing those But homes. there's a lot of 18 to 24-year-olds who don't have those parents, so they oh. don't have anything to turn back to when they can't afford Or their parents exist. lost their home after the or big Or parents have lost homes. Yeah. Or, you know, so there's a whole population that's sort of in the middle that's not really getting anywhere. So uh, San Francisco has obviously this problem because the problem is much worse, obviously, in larger cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York, etc. And San Francisco decided to try to take on the issue a little bit. So they there's a nonprofit organization called Mercy that provides subsidized affordable housing for low-income residents, including 25 apartments that they reserve specifically for 18 to 24-year-olds because the thing that's happening is that we do have public housing. We have Section 8 all across the country in different places um but waiting lists waiting lists in san francisco was so long they just closed it yeah waiting lists in new york were like 10 years yeah but families the reason that was a bigger problem for 18 to 24 year olds is because families are actually given uh priority priority. so like if you're competing against a mom and dad and three kids you're not going to get the apartment they're going to get the apartment so those 18 to 24 year olds are falling through the cracks and being forced to live on the street so they, uh, the nonprofit set it up in an attempt to sort of make this a model going forward for other cities to give these kids a chance to be at home because also with the public housing, you would get kicked out of public housing or off not qualify if you were taking too many classes hmm. in school and get, receiving certain funding because the way that federal funding was working, it's sort of like how our welfare system set up, like if yeah. you work too much, yeah. you're right. not going to get your benefits. Right. So it didn't encourage 18 to 24 year olds to be in school and try to get themselves out of that cycle of poverty and homelessness and so Mercy is trying to do something a little different and And they are still qualifying for tax credits and the kids are allowed to take certain amounts of classes in school unfortunately 25 units it's not going to do It's not a lot. It's not going to yeah. do much. But, but it's a start. It is. It's a start. Absolutely. If you're combining like full-time work and part-time school and you now have somewhere to live, that changes your whole what, situation. What they need to do is have in San Francisco is subsidized housing for the teachers. Did you read the articles about how the teachers in super wealthy so areas like, like San Francisco or Marin, yeah. um, they cannot afford to live, live in the school, school district districts. where they're teaching. And, and so God knows where. That's yeah. right. Down on $20,000 a year or $25,000 a year so that's going to become a problem rich people i mean even even we're talking about teachers even in private schools they're not unionized in private schools so they can be paid a lot or a little and this is the this is the future of our country education i'm always shocked that we don't it's scary though it's totally scary scary. income and housing something weird but i am glad i'm glad that san francisco did this um for Mm -hmm. for 18 to 24 year olds and i hope that la will step by you know i've heard these stories about little tiny houses in la yeah. that homeless people put people put out for homeless people yeah. to use and then the city carts them away yeah. the tiny well, I think we need to start with all the big markets too you know that's I mean yes the little markets need to be covered yeah. but I think the major cities need to really have this this foundation there I mean well, you yeah, look at man. people in like overseas they take the big uh, warehouse crate things and they turn, turn them, them into, into like somebody was doing that I tons was of apartments that. and yeah. they're like literally it's probably the size of this like a square but it's like incredible that they're trying to engineer and think of these things why aren't we bringing these to these cities we have so much space I always talk about like all this land in these woods where you know they they release the prisoners and all that stuff like right. why can't we build something like that but that's the, pro- the problem is is upkeep that's my biggest thing yeah. is like okay if we're gonna invest money in this then I would rather my taxes invest into keeping it looking nice because then it becomes a housing for people with 
Right, I get that's why they parted away the little houses here. Oh, we don't want your little house in our nice neighborhood. So we're going to get rid of it because we don't want undesirables. If we have one house, then more people are going to congregate. I get that. But there needs to be programming. That is forced upon Listen, I'm a democratic, liberal person, and I believe in helping out other people. Like, we're only as strong as our weakest link, basically. That's right, true. So if we don't have these things in in line. But I also understand we live in a capitalist society. So the truth is, if you own... You know, you're a landowner and you own lots of buildings in San Francisco. You don't have to do anything. It's just, a, it's your personal calling. It's your um, right. yeah. You know, if you feel compelled to help your fellow man, which I hope, hopefully more of us will do that. Well, otherwise it might be a bigger problem in the future. That's, um, you know, that's the reality of things. It's a growing problem. Yeah. We need to. All right. The biggest threat to capitalism. Any way you can help. Yes. Well, thank you, Courtney, for that. Before we move on to our final topics of the day, I want to remind everyone what? to give us a rating and comment. Uh, you guys have been doing a great job on our YouTube and on mm-hmm. iTunes of letting us know what you do and don't like. There's been a lot of discussions. There was a lot of hair discussions of hair. Yeah, from last week. We, are, we really love, love the, the comments. The By the way, hairs. how cute is Courtney's hair today? How I'm cute I'm loving the fro. Is the fro is, you know. Like, I want you to know as a small fro. child, I was always like, why does it, why can't I get my hair to go you can't up? Pick it out and put a lot of product in it. Uh, this is it, but it's a, it's a lot pro. of product in it. It's gorgeous looking. Yeah. It's just perfect. I feel like a big pick should be right in the back. I'm just picking it <laughs> oh, up. With, with, a, with a fist pick. Right, That's right. right. I don't have pick. a fist pick, but I do have a really cool wooden pick that my friend brought me from Kenya. Oh, I, I like the love. wooden picks. And yeah. I do love that natural hair is slowly seeping its way it's back in, even here in normal. L.A. Because here in L.A., I don't know about other areas in the country, we tend to we find a trend and everyone, all of a sudden, the next day, everyone right. is wearing the exact outfit and it has the exact hair. That's no, when I moved yeah. to New York City, I was like, how is everybody wearing a little flower dress? Yeah. And because it was the 90s. Yeah. So how is everyone has had the exact same dress? And you know, I did think, and I must get one too. <laughs> so I just like, no, I did. That because I was young and no, I'm it's very grown true. up now. And I understand that individuality is more important than following the masses, Kardashians. Well, this, so. <laughs> you say Kardashians. What? Well, I always felt like living in New York as well, New York, if you, say you have mannequins up, right? If you look at a mannequin and you're from New York, you may take a scarf from that mannequin, you may take some socks, you may take the pants, and then you make it your own thing. If you're in L.A. and look at a mannequin, you buy the entire outfit. The entire outfit. outfit. Exactly. We we dress like clones here, so it's nice to see that natural hair is making its way to L.A. Because I know that uh, women in other parts of the country and men were telling me, no, we all wear our hair natural in D.C. But Mm -hmm. I was like, really? No, yeah, it's in L.A. Specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, we appreciate you and all your naturalness, Courtney Stewart. That's all I can No, we really do. And so do the fans because the fans have been commenting on that. So please continue to Why isn't there more of a discussion? Like when I was a kid, and again, it was a completely different time, there was a discussion about like, well, do we... Do we all want to buy into straightening our hair just to look like so and so, or to look more agreeable? Ooh. And at the, there was a big discussion, and the answer back when I was a kid was no. Now today it's yes, absolutely. Sure. And I've seen lots of um, you know little things on YouTube where we black people judge each other. If I we hear do. one we, more we... person talking about someone's edges, I don't give a goddamn what your edges look like. And the fact that you're going to judge people on their edges means we have. It means don't uh, tell my grandmother that though. No, my grandmother. I, my my grandmother watches See, some I'm edges. See, I'm a little though. bit about like, really? opposite of that. Oh, because yeah. I want you to. Per- because it's not judging you. We want you to protect. Your edges. No, because the reason that the edges are, are a problem is because they're ripping them out with no, all these wigs and stuff. I understand that, but that's not what people people are. Well, now it's a joke. 
it, like, but people are really hardcore yeah. on each other about something that is just genetics or has nothing to do with the person. It can be genetics for sure. It can, it be can definitely be genetics. Be I haven't. I have missing. I don't have I'll any have hair like here. Yeah. I've never had hair genetic, there. You yeah. know, like that's a genetic thing. Luckily, but, I wear it in front of my face. But you're so also not know. Naomi Campbell with your weave back here and, and your hair. Yeah, like, done from okay. here oh. all the way back. Yeah. So oh. that's sort of the, the the root of where the edges conversation sort of came from. Oh, is it? I have seen those pictures, and I did go, oh, I feel... But she's been a model for well, 30 damn years. The and she's still doing ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I listen, I've met girls who are in their 20s who were talking about, like, well, I might need Bosley hair replacement, and that's because we're ripping our hair out <laughs> yeah. with weaves trying to look a certain way. And I, I do find it insane when people are like, well, you don't look as professional, or I don't look as responsible because story our hair is our natural. Lives. It is kind of the story of our lives. But fashions will try, you know. It's I, changing. Fashions are Slowly changing. But fashions are going into curly, but then what next when that goes away is what, what I'm trying to say. Because again, I've it just reached comes an back. age where I realize I don't, there's no uh, benefit in me trying to squish myself into a mold right. um, that other people say I must be. Right. Yeah. When you're a teenager or 20, you really think you have to, though. And that's what makes makes me a little sad for the kids coming up now because they're going to think, if I don't have a perfect, perfect weave or perfect, perfect edges, mm-hmm. I'm not cool enough, and oh, you are. Sure. What are you laughing at, Barbie girl? syndrome. Well, listen, this is why you guys keep commenting on our YouTube <laughs> on our and, our, and our iTunes <laughs> and everywhere else because <laughs> clearly we might need a hair section that we need to put in every <laughs> week's show. Siri, the series. Yeah. This week on hair. This week on hair <laughs> with Black Hollywood Live. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm on my hair. <laughs> no, but my seriously, so continue boss. to give us the, the comments and ratings on YouTube and on iTunes because we do appreciate it and we do take into account we obviously do. by this passionate conversation of what you guys are saying. Alright, moving on to the ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Speaking of hair or maybe bad hair, bad hair. apparently Donald Trump has a lot of black supporters. And his hair has gotten Define better, a lot. Yeah. Well, the, the, define a lot is Trump says 25% but we really found out that it was only 4 to 5% that are actually his <laughs> followers. Um, black followers. But this week, it actually was kind of funny, Larry... Wilmore on the nightly show uh, on Comic Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. He had um, a contest basically where he wanted to find the black supporters for Trump. So he interviewed six of them, and uh, it's interesting because he was kind of drilling them in a comedic way about why they were supporting Trump so much. Some of the comments they were making was they were losing faith in the current state of our Democratic Party. Some said he's gangsta. Some said he is cool, and some people said every everybody's trying to make make us a slave except for Donald Trump. He will not make us a slave. Well, we have a little clip. Yeah, because he'll kick you out of the country, so you can't be a slave. That's very true. Well, we have a little clip here of that uh, interview with the six, quote-unquote, black supporters of Trump. Here we go. Donald Trump. I'm a registered Democrat. Let me start Mm -hmm. first. And I lost faith and belief in the current state of our party right now with our two candidates. I'm open to Donald Trump because Mm -hmm. I feel like... um, He's a gangster. He's a gangster. He's a gangster. Is he a gangster or a gangster? He's a gangster. <laughs> okay. He's going out here and he's kind of gangster in the whole situation. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you come up to my mic, you know, I'm taking you out. Right. Coming from the hip hop community, mm-hmm. I understand his language. Right, because he is kind of like a rapper. Oh, I mean, he's into gold. That's what I'm saying. He's right. He has his own vodka. He's got, <laughs> vodka. Uh, he's got a private jet. He's got a private jet. And he really likes white women. Exactly. And his wife is a model. 
Correct. Would that sway anybody else, those qualities? Yeah, exactly. The way you cool. express it, I, I've never thought I of never it that way, it. but exactly. you know, he's but pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Have you told oh, other black people? So the so that is a little clip there. Um, you can watch the full session on YouTube and go to Comedy Central as well for the clip from this week. What do you guys think about that? And I mean, obviously, Larry put a comedic spin on things, but it is a serious issue that these. I, I was trying to figure out if these people were hired actors okay. or were they real? The only one I really, truly, honestly believe is like a real supporter is the guy in the back right with the, uh, well, I guess the back the left suit. with the blue suit, just based off his answer. It sounded the most like, I'm not entertaining half of these questions, but then when he asked him a direct why he will support, it was like, okay. Somehow, psychically, I can see you actually supporting him. But that woman talking about the gangster thing, like, I'm just sitting over here, like, on national television, that's the it, sentence it, you decided it, it, to... It comes, comes across very ignorant. But at the same time, I think she's speaking to the sentiment of all the Trump supporters. They like the idea that he says whatever he really thinks. Wants to say. And yeah. he doesn't care what all these other people think. He doesn't care what the establishment saying, thinks. But why don't they understand he's not saying what he really he hasn't thinks? Talked because he'd be calling you the N-word right to your face if he was saying what he really thinks. The blacks. When they, he asked them, the what do you guys think of that? What do you guys think when Donald Trump uh, calls you guys the, the blacks? blacks? Yeah. She said, um, I think that, you know, he has a little, there's a, a disconnect a between disconnect, us yeah. and, and him. And, you know, that's us to, to mend that. Well, one of the biggest things, too, is that the, if, if you watch the video, the, the gentleman who is in the tan jacket uh, to the far left of the back of the, the panel. The one he, that said he was cool. He, he, the one who said he was he cool. He, he mentioned the fact that he was Muslim. So yeah. Larry went crazy on him yeah. after that because he's saying, wait a minute, you're Muslim and you still support Donald Trump? And that's when he went in and started talking more about why he supported Trump with him being cool and that he supported his causes. But I'm thinking... Come on, man. I mean, that's where I started to believe that this was maybe some actors hired versus being real. Because yeah. if you're Muslim, there's no way actors. I can believe yeah. that you're supporting because him. Because everybody that is supporting Trump, like, they're saying the Say same stuff. Yeah. Like, they're not... They are just impressed that he's running off at the mouth and is actually winning regardless of what the quote-unquote actual politicians and the establishment is doing. It doesn't... And they're able to overlook... All of the negative, horrible things that he says, and they're like, he's rich. He can run a business. I he think can't he can run get a business. business but they go then, bankrupt. But he's so rich. many. But here's it's the thing: how is a gangster? I know you don't. You don't, don't believe in I him. I don't think he's gangster. I know you don't. But like, how is a gangster or stir to inherit <laughs> millions? <laughs> to inherit millions of dollars? Like, they, there's a thing that said, had he just taken the money he inherited, left it in the bank. Not touched it, he would have more money than he actually has right. now. So I don't think that's gangster. I think that's super, super privileged. There's nothing gangster. And again, what it teaches me, and like I'm an avid reader, so I'm I'm, I'm guessing that most Americans are not. Is what I, I would because say of the you're way probably kidding. right. No, but I'm getting the sense like if you if, like Scott Baio, who's a idiot moron, um, <laughs> who said horrible things about our first lady, like you don't have to want to do her, but don't say stuff about her. Like what he said was awful. He just came out saying and supporting Trump, saying um, well he speaks the way that I do. So on a fifth grade level and like a Dr. Seuss book apparently because that's Trump's thing. It's literally just repeats these very simplistic well, is sentences. It, but isn't the, the reading level in America the average person fifth reads grade? at a fifth, fifth grade, grade level? Fifth, I'm yeah, pretty fifth, sure fifth, it's a fifth grade, grade level. level. Yeah. That's why the show came up. I'm Are you smarter, sure than, a fifth fifth grade? smarter than a fifth grade? I'm yeah. pretty sure it's fifth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want to say that because hurts. what really w went viral on this was the guy in the front with the braids. 
He said about paid slave. Being yeah, paid yeah. slavery, and everyone took it like uh, a whole another way. I felt like it was a little taken out of context because I, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt that he just looks at us being here in America and having to work. I for think the that's man. what he was saying. Yeah, but it didn't yeah. come off like that, and they didn't edit it that way. So I just wanted like to give that sentence the benefit of the doubt because I felt like that's where he was going with it. And I was like, well, what I found interesting too is the fact slavery. that uh, Larry Wilmer asked them if if they had told their family that they were supporting Trump and everyone up there said absolutely. I mean, they're on they national were, television they were adamant saying about it. it. So I why mean, wouldn't they true. tell their family? I'm still torn if they're real Trump supporters or just people who were like, wait, I can be on TV. Right. She, yeah, said yeah, that's that's open, she said I'm open to Trump. I'm, I'm open that's to Trump. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, anyone's like, yeah, I want to be an actor. All those people probably want to be actors and that's why they're sitting on that panel. No, really. You're laughing, but it's true. People will do anything to get on. Oh, that's absolutely true. Just like because true. a lot of the, um, the the TV shows were like, it's your baby dad and mama thing. <laughs> you know some of those people. And are, they were paid money to go in there. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. They're paid yeah, money, sure. and they've shown the behind the scenes where they're not even mad at the person, but yeah. they're not actors, but they know how to act. Yeah. You know, especially. Well, that's why I said I don't know if I believe that this entire case. I mean, I kind of agree with Jesse, the guy in the blue suit. He seemed like he might have been legit, but everybody else on it was a little I suspect. Like, I'll tell you a little nugget. I went, a friend of mine was shooting the movie Studio 54, or 54, I think, it, whatever. I went to visit her on set, and the, they were like, hey, you want to be in it? We can have you walk in. There's one of the girls in the slopes. Sure. And Donald Trump is in the movie, and so they're like, what if we ever walk in in Trump? And they were like, no, no, he won't do that. Like, he, he wouldn't walk in with someone black. So I don't know if that was coming from him or but production knew, like, not to stick a black girl next to him on the walk-in, just the walk-in on Studio 54. So, again, I can't say that's coming from him, but it must have come from <laughs> s- sipping her tea. Was that sipping your tea sipping right there, Courtney? That was, like, like, that, was, that was guzzling your tea right there. That wasn't sipping. But I don't think this liberal cast and crew of the movie would have come up with that on their own is all I'm trying to say here. I think they I got that you. from... Yeah. You know his camp, and he's got lots of black friends. <laughs> black friends. Well, you know what's also interesting is that they were. I was reading a recent article talking about how he's lied about his black supporters. So I kind of mentioned it at the top of the the um, the statement, but. Trump said he has 25% of black supporters, and the reality is, according to factcheck.org, he only has 4 to 5% Why would we let him lie and get away with it? Like, that's the thing. If Hillary or Bernie say one thing, there's a million fact-checkers. He just lies, straight up lies, lies, lies. We say it's lies, but most people don't read newspapers, so they don't know. And we accept that from Hollywood. But it's only because we got as far as he's gotten. And if he hadn't had his TV show, I don't think all these Americans would be supporting him. It's simply that we recognize him from we television and Because honestly, the only thing that doesn't want to make me hate him is that I love the show Celebrity Apprentice. You do? I really, well, no, I really do. You're fired. No, no, but I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Jesse, you were there the day we were at the NBC Press Junk, and I, and I think the day yeah. I interviewed Donald Trump. And he you know what? He was... Great. I, he was great, and I had a totally different viewpoint about him. And then when he started running, honestly, I really thought this entire thing was a joke because of the way that he was with me when I interviewed him. I would have never gotten... Did you read the New York Times article? Yes. That was a good article. That was a good article. Yeah. They basically went down, this is, yeah, why explain, we, explain. this is why we think, uh, from New York Times' perspective, was when he was ripped a new a-hole by a few different comedians and President Obama at a dinner. It was like after that, he was like, I will get respect. respect. And was it the roast? Because the there was roast. a roast. 
post that Seth Myers just recently did that I just posted. If you go to my Daryl Kristen Facebook, yeah, they did a dance. I think there's that. Uh, that, 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 was, that, that was before that. That was before that. Okay, because there's one because because Obama laughs at the end of the. That's after he started running. Got it. Okay. And Obama laughed. Okay. And right. And I know that he was. No, they said that he was pissed this off. This is about something that. else where Obama is basically yeah. going in hard yeah. on Donald Trump, and I do believe that it was simply ego that made Donald Trump want to win. I don't think he wants to be president of the United States. I think he's just ego enough. Let me see if I can do this. Right, can, which I me. get because a lot of the things I've accomplished in my life were pure ego. Like, let me see if I can do this. I think right. I can do it. But this is he, holding it's our like country I just hostage. So was reading this thing of uh, watching this thing on Haiti, and they were talking about Sweet Mickey and how he was a performer in Haiti, and then uh, he was so beloved, and he had no political stance for the country. But his music was fight the power, right. and so Praz from the Fugees got him to you know be a part of this, and he actually ended up becoming president and like helping. Those helping. are people who have causes like Bob yeah. So it's funny poem. though they, that we're this not is... talking about people who actually had something going. You know, this is different. This. It's I understand not. what he wants to make America great again. Well, no, he it's yeah. al- it's almost like he uh, saw that and he he's ripping that off and yeah. it's like but for the negative. Right, yeah. that's true. I believe that um Trump is someone who like would be like separate and unequal. That's the truth. Like if yeah. Trump becomes president, we have a completely separate and unequal world, which we're already living in because one thing we haven't even touched on is how one of Nixon's aides this week was yes. like, yeah, yeah, you know what? That. You know what? We did have a war against, against drugs and, and black, black people, people, which by the yeah, way, I want my 40 acres and a mule right goddamn yeah. now yeah. because that's so crazy because that's we like should the, all be suing right now but as we a, should when just I was as coming a up race as a kid that was after that time period mm. and I would like why are people looking at me like I'm a criminal when I haven't done right. anything yet it was be- all in the but plan. here's the thing are we really surprised by that no that no story? we're not I mean, surprised we knew. by it we there knew. are definitely some people that are surprised by it but <laughs> sure. we I'm not we are not surprised I like how you touched that brown face about it like that's what I don't get because they don't want to get back to the conversation of oh there's something against black people you can still work you can still become anything you want to be this is America the greatest country in the world there's no racism really (laughs) and if there is everybody's got their problems you can overcome and it'll be fine and we'll all be fine because that's how fine we are right now because we all so fine because we always just keep looking the other way (laughs) bam All right. well we're going to end on something positive Um, there are three black women in the congress who have made history this week because they have created a a formation of the first and only congressional caucus for black women and girls. The caucus is described as a group devoted to creating public policy that eliminates significant barriers and disparities experienced by black women. It's made up of three different U.S. representatives, Bonnie Watson, Coleman, Robin Kelly, and Yvette Clark. Uh, This is the first of 430 registered congressional caucuses and member organizations specifically targeted for black women and girls. And this is what uh, Robin Kelly had to say about it, who is a part of this movement. She said, black women and girls are disproportionately affected by a myriad of socioeconomic issues that diminish their quality of life and well-being. So this is supposed to change the game or be a start of changing the game. So I think that's, first of all, we should applaud that and clap for that because that is going to change a lot of things, I think, for young black women and girls, especially when we talk about things you know, such as Donald Trump and other things like that, but and racism. But this is going to, I think, change the movement. But Courtney, you look like you have a little bit What's of skepticism. The concern, you look a little skepticism. I, 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 space right the thing. I, just, I decided I'm just not going to be negative. I'm going to be positive and hopeful <laughs> and not. What? No, really. But what, what, yeah. What did you first? I think, think when you that heard? it's just 2016. You have a caucus. Great. Congress has been so effective for the last 
God knows how long. I won't even say last <laughs> It's been years. They've been so effective, and their effectiveness is not something that I look to to be what it should be, what it needs to be, but maybe they'll surprise us all and it'll be, and, and there's nothing wrong with an That's attempt at say. all, but at the same time, we're looking at who's running for president right now, who's going to be in this space is n- when it, where funding is going to go. Like it, I just, This is not going to help us now, but this might help the, the next generation. Maybe. The no, and I understand why you're I believe, like, maybe. I, I, t- I totally get why you have that I piece believe. of attitude. Like, great, great. Like, Another I want to be really discuss. excited about it. But I do think this is a step in the right direction, at least, because again, it's it's 2016, and these are all issues that have been going on for years. forever. But forever, yes. I mean, forever. Like, yeah. okay, so we passed like you know equal rights, and then everything was kind of swept under the rug. So this is kind of the birth of us talking about things. right again. The, yeah. 2016, which is crazy. But again, uh, you, we couldn't even go in the same restaurant 50 years ago, That's 55 years ago. It's, it's a true. drop in the bucket. It literally just happened in the scheme of things. Yeah, and according to some restaurants, even now, with, I know a couple losses you, that are but taking you place. Know what's interesting? Yeah. Same when thing. I was working on my sitcom and I my friend to a couple cast members who were black and lived in the valley were having a conversation one day about like what restaurants were okay to go to and which ones weren't and I was That's like what crazy, are you talking right? about wow. and they were like Rachel you're an idiot and I was like yes I am <laughs> sometimes but this was <laughs> no I am I'll be the first to admit it because I'm not as naive as that but I just was like the yeah. valley I mean nobody's talking about see me valley you mean the valley right. and they were like yes so yeah. I mean, mm. nothing surprises me these days. But I, the thing with, with this, I just think it's a conversation that started, and the conversations help make movements, even if it's not overnight. You know, it's just a that long-term thing. All right, that concludes the topics of today, per se. But oh I do have something special that I wanted to show. We uh, have, there's a lot of buzz about Batman versus Superman that's I coming know, out. I I'm excited. I had the opportunity to <laughs> see a screening of the movie yesterday, and we have a little clip because the movie opens up in most places tonight. Tonight. And then major releases tomorrow. But yes. here's a 30-second clip, and I want to find out if you guys are excited about the movie. Here I am. I'm Batman. <laughs> No, and I was, no, I'm excited about Henry. I was on, well, Henry does. I personally think Henry was great. I had a lot of reservation about uh, Ben, ben playing Batman. I did. I mean, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian Bell fan. Daredevil? Yeah. Do you forget? Yeah, I'm a Christian Bell fan. Me too. Those were the best Batman movies ever. Besides the TV show. But, this is why I'm not excited about this. Ben Affleck does deliver, though. I must he admit. He does deliver. I'm not excited about this movie because I saw the first one with a friend of mine who writes for Critic for newspapers. And um, we were both shocked at the, how humorless, dry, and dull it was, the first Superman. And the collateral damage, which I, I know they address, I think. I'm yeah. not, no spoilers, but they address that. But I just thought it was the weirdest thing that Superman rips up an entire city like millions of people are dying. And there's like not a drop of humor in the movie. Like, not one little laugh. Yeah. I, I don't care about this movie. <laughs> Well, I would I say I want to see it. Rachel will not be there apparently this weekend. There's not any subsequent Batman or Superman movies. <laughs> but they do they do introduce Wonder Woman, which I did like. No, I, you liked what she looked like. I, I do like for the way Wonder Woman. Yes. Did you guys ever? There's a book about the backstory of Wonder Woman. It's a autobiography of the writer. Read it. It's really interesting because mm. she is a great feminist icon. She and, was. And I think she's portrayed that way in this movie. The how they that's introduce awesome. her. I really I'm excited do. for that's a Wonder Woman Wonder Woman movie. All on her own. I think well, I hear that's in the works. So, mm-hmm. I, and I think she's about to be a major star. I'm here for that. 
So, I bet she kicks ass. She was in the Israeli army. When people yeah, are like, she's she too skinny. I'm like, no, I don't think no, so. I think she could take each and every one of us. Yeah, yeah. I think she could. Yeah. Courtney, where can fans find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Jesse? You guys can find me at the theater this weekend watching my big fat Greek wedding too. And, okay. and Batman vs. Superman. And Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I, the tickets aren't. I mean, and you can't, and even right, you can't I, see it. It's so sold out already, right? Rachel? I'm at Rachel True on Twitter. And please check out my blog, which is racheltrue.com, um, because I've got some posts on health stuff and I've got craft scripts for sale up on there too. I'll go to her site. Well, you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and on Walking Dead on Sunday nights at AfterBuzz TV. Oh, wait, I, True Rachel True on Instagram. I keep forgetting. Yeah, true Rachel plug True. Plug that. Plug that. All right. And we'll see you guys next week. And also remember to go to the Buzzmeter question and give us a rating and comment. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live Scipio, instagram me at king bay thanks for tuning in hollywood redefined the views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals